Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Bodhi Brew, offering Advantage Through Insight. I'm your host, Confidy Kong, Creative Director of Bodhi Research Group. In today's episode, we would like to introduce you to Bodhi Research Group, our founder and CEO, Dr. Ron John Bidori, and visiting researcher, Pierre-Philippe Saint-Marie, discuss our past projects, industry insights, and the importance of our work. Dr. Bidori has over 20 years of experience with manager research, due diligence, portfolio construction, and structuring. He has been invited to speak worldwide on advanced portfolio management techniques. Pierre-Philippe has over 25 years of experience that include leading a bank's trading desk, running a fixed income and credit hedge fund, and being the CIO of a multi-billion dollar insurance firm. So sit back, relax, and enjoy a cup of brew with us. Welcome to Bodhi Brew. My name is Pierre-Philippe Saint-Marie. I am a visiting researcher with Bodhi Research, and I'm here today with Dr. Ranjan Baduri. We will be discussing the Bodhi Research Group. Welcome to Bodhi Brew, everybody. I hope that you enjoy this uh, series. And it reminds me of the famous mathematician Paul Erdos, who once stated, mathematicians are a device to change coffee into theorems. And hopefully our... Our Bodhi Brew will be the catalyst for many good ideas. So Ranjan, talk to me about Bodhi Research. What is Bodhi Research? Bodhi Research Group, we started it in August of 2017, and it does research. We do research and education and alternative investments. On the research side, we have advisory and consulting. And on the education, we have seminars, webinars, symposium, and we also work as an educational partner. So delve down a little bit into the type of research that we do. Like what, what are the difference, for example, between the consulting side and the advisory side? So consulting side is where we're given a project and um, told what the deliverables are, what the timeline is, what the pay is. And we're typically working with pensions and family offices. I mean, we, we've had clients from five of the seven continents, so we're very global. Um, and in these consulting projects, it's really the differentiator is that the work is truly customized. And, and in today's session, I think we're going to talk about the tremendous diversity of these projects. Mm -hmm. On the advisory side, we're a complement or extension to one's internal investment or research team. And, and the idea being that no matter how many good analysts one has, one can always use another good analyst. Yeah, so for example, on the advisory side, you could hire Bodhi Research for a period of time. Is it fixed or? The, the idea with the advisory is we are now um, part of your team. So it's a monthly retainer that's uh, pre-negotiated based on what what the client is looking for, whether we're going to be doing due diligence or due diligence support, uh, sourcing deals, uh, manager research, portfolio diagnostics. It can really be a number of different things. And uh, what we also truly believe in at Bodhi Research Group is we want to be a different kind of corporation, a corporation that stays true to its values. And as such... We don't want a client to be paying for something they don't need or if they don't want it. And so it's it follows the motto that 
you're only as good as your last trade, as a trader says. Yeah. We're not we're not trading. <laughs> and uh, and with the Wayne Gretzky, famous Wayne Gretzky quote, uh, you're only as good as your last shift. We do the same thing with our advisory clients. If at any time they want to stop, they can shoot an email. They only pay to that day. So the commitment is not a long-term commitment, but the idea is, is that we're going to be there for a long time. And this way we get to really understand the culture, really understand the the client's um, long-term needs and uh, and really be part of the team. And in a very cost-effective way, it's, it's essentially the cost of a entry-level analyst or a junior analyst. And delve a little bit more into the non-conflictual nature of Bodhi Research, because this is something that is really important for you and it really defines Bodhi Research. You alluded to it a bit earlier, so I'd like you to talk to more about this non-conflict. What do you mean by non-conflict? Yeah, so I, I, I also mentioned our, our values and our founding values are, are the following. Integrity and ethics, do the right thing always. Provide world-class work. So we really are striving for world-class work. Fiercely protect the client interests and provide excellent client service. Mm-hmm. So those are the four founding principles and founding values that we have. And to that end, especially with the ethics and the integrity, we want it to stay conflict-free. And so as such, we don't trade. We don't touch or handle the client money. Mm-hmm. We're not selling any investment product. We're not doing any commission-based work. We don't do any third-party marketing. And we're not tied to any bank or platform. So now... When you're not doing any of those things, it's uh, <laughs> truly, you know, it's truly unconflicted. Truly and, 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 unconflicted. and there's very few consultants that, you know, can say they're not doing any of those six things. So, Ranjan, you talked about consulting, advisory. Can you now talk about education, which is the third aspect of Bodhi Research? Uh, absolutely. Education is, is, is critically important to Bodhi Research Group. And we, we do seminars webinars. Once a year, we do a symposium, uh, which is a one-day symposium covering both the public and private markets. And in addition to that... We're and the, that's our flagship event. That's right? our flagship event. And in addition to that, we're the educational partner for the CASA Annual Conference, which is CASA's flagship event. And we can be um, doing educational work for other groups in terms of looking at their conference curriculum and and suggesting speakers and and helping them design the curriculum so we've done that for exchanges and other groups banks and it's uh it's a big part but what we never do on the education side is we're never doing infomercials we always want there to be it to be substance rich and uh, very beneficial for for those the delegates that attend and what's similar about the education with the research is that it's truly customized. So we typically have sponsors and the sponsors are letting us know what kind of market segment that they'd like to be at attending the event mm-hmm. and uh, or the session and we are, you know, able to bring that those kinds of delegates into into the session. All right. So now let's talk about the type of research we do. I, I like to, to think about it in, in two kinds of research. We have the workhorse research, which is research that has been traditionally done by by investments, uh, by the investment community for years, like, for example, due diligence and portfolio diagnostics. Can you talk to us about what we do on those fronts and how, like, what is makes Bodhi Research special about it? 
Absolutely. I mean, I like that turbo workhorse, uh, workhorse uh, research. And I mean, due diligence is something that I've been doing manager research due diligence for over 20 years. And uh, this is something that I, you know, I pretty much I view it as the two biggest enemies to any business are complacency and hubris. Mm -hmm. And as such, I'm always trying to set the bar higher and that's and and even measure myself against myself from the past. And and what I would say with regards to due diligence is what's different today for me is that the amount of people that I know globally is very helpful because in terms of out of sample reference checks. So if I'm dealing with a hedge fund manager, I may know who's worked at that hedge fund before, or where that portfolio manager has worked, um, with whom I may know uh, certain of their clients or uh, groups that may have redeemed from that manager. And that can be very, very helpful. It's a differentiator. And that wasn't true 15 years ago for myself. So, um, but in terms of in terms of the due diligence, we're always putting an experienced team together. We may have interns helping and, mm -hmm. and training them and, and coaching them, but it's the heavy lifting is done by experienced veterans. And uh, Pierre, you were instrumental in a recent uh, operational due diligence we did for a fixed income manager because you've traded fixed income and credit. And so you could really go into the weeds. Maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing, the big differentiator for me for that mandate is that initially our mandate takes six to eight weeks and the, the manager asked us to do it in, in a very short time, in, in three three weeks. I was really grateful to have the team around and, and help us out. You know, I, and the, the experience I brought enabled us also to look at lesser known kind of kinks in, in the portfolio management, such as the trading system they were using and and documenting the trading processes, the investment process, the, ri the risk management process. It was so great to be able to be on the other side of the uh, of the fence and to be coached also by by you know by you by by Gunter by a team of very experienced partners at Bodhi Research. So we we ha I had a really great time on that mandate. That it, was fun. It, it was a lot of fun uh, collaborating with you, uh, Pierre, on that. I mean, the pre-trade compliance issues that you are able to identify comes from being a trader, and uh, and I know that for you, having been formerly a hedge fund manager. And uh, and a portfolio manager, you were on the other side of the due diligence before. Yeah. So it's um, it's, but it's really interesting to be on this side. <laughs> yes, yes, no, it is. And our client, uh, the uh, uh, pension, was very, very happy that we could meet their timeline without sacrificing the rigor. That's right. And and this is you know we will try always strive to, and try our best. We did work really and, hard. <laughs> and, and, and yes, it was. Uh, we we definitely had some coffee uh, helping us. That's right. Uh, now let's talk about portfolio diagnostics. So Bodhi Research has a pretty unique approach, allowing both top down and bottom up. You know, top down from portfolio level and bottom up from the uh, the investment manager level. Um, can you explain to us more how does Bodhi Research approach portfolio diagnostic and retooling? Yeah, absolutely. I mean. My background before finance was a PhD mathematician, and um, as such, I will state that you know no one statistical metrics says the whole story. Mm -hmm. So we want to be analyzing with a whole suite of different kinds of statistical tools. 
And we also want to marry the qualitative with the quantitative. And early in my career, I worked with Warren Wright and George Main. I learned a lot from them. And they were managing uh, a very large market-neutral fund of hedge funds. They were brilliant folks, but neither of them, and I, they don't, they won't mind my saying this, neither of them were quants. Mm. And so that was extremely valuable to me to learn how important the qualitative is and how you want to bring things back to the portfolio and to the trades and, and, and not just look at things in terms of pure statistics. That being said, if you're doing good quantitative work, it can give you a tremendous advantage. And so marrying that quantitative with the qualitative, very, very important. Looking at those different statistical metrics and your experience will let you know, and not only experience in terms of from the quant side, but from the trading side and, and capital market side of which kind of metrics to emphasize when. I know you've done great many of those portfolio diagnostics. I was involved in one last year. And again, that was a, a very interesting experience from my side because I am used to look at a portfolio of absolute return manager or any portfolio more in a segregated manner. I was trading bonds. I was trading absolute return strategies. But Bodhi Research Approach will look at the overall portfolio of the client, not only the absolute return, not only the overall absolute return portfolio, but the global portfolio, and then look at the place of the absolute return portfolio and how to optimize this portfolio within the, the global approach. I thought that was really interesting. No, absolutely. That was a fun, fun project. And it was actually earlier this year. It was in, Correct. Yeah, That's right. So, we started last year. Yeah, it was, but it's, finished it's, this uh, year. That's right. it's, it was a fun, fun project. We were, and, and for the audience, we were asked by by a very, uh, very good group to do three things, um, to give leading best practices in portfolio construction of an absolute return portfolio. Secondly, we were asked to do portfolio diagnostics on the existing absolute return portfolio. And then thirdly, um, suggest two managers for, specifically for their absolute return portfolio with that top-down portfolio analysis in mind. That's right. And, uh, and, and what I will say is, is that a lot of groups make the mistake of being uh, both over-diversified and under-diversified at the same time in their absolute return portfolio. And what I mean by that, over-diversified in that there may be too many managers and this, this gives the illusion of diversification. But in reality, if there's a flight to quality, that correlation can break down and there can be phase locking, meaning the correlations all go to one and and there isn't diversification when you need it the most. Mm -hmm. and, on and by a, phase locking, you mean that there's a, a track record of return that is uncorrelated with the market in during the time where the portfolio doesn't need to perform and it correlates with the market, meaning it started going down, the, re the returns started going down while the market is going down. Yeah, essentially, I would, I would probably phrase it as that under ordinary circumstances, these different managers or asset classes could be uncorrelated. And so you have, they seem like they're giving you diversification, but then in a flight to quality in a crisis situation, 
all of a sudden they're behaving in a very similar fashion and they're and and not a good fashion that's right that. not the fashion right. you're looking for <laughs> yes. so that is um and and on our team as you well know we have dr gunter meissner who literally wrote, wrote the, the book, book on correlation risk modeling a book we highly recommend and and all the nuances of correlation and and so we're very well versed in that and and so that's how somebody might be over-diversified, too many managers, mm -hmm. and that leads to too many fees, and it leads to, you know, not enough true diversification in the sense of, and that's where you're under-diversified in that you don't have enough managers that are um, doing different kinds of things and that can withstand a, a flight to quality. And in terms of looking at it from convergent and divergent strategies, there typically isn't enough divergent strategies in these absolute return portfolios. So we covered Bodhi Research top-down approach. Could you please walk us through Bodhi Research bottom-up approach where you're crisscrossing the planet to find new managers? Absolutely. I'm glad you asked that question. And and we 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 cover so many managers, but it's it's something that it reminds me of the Somerset mom quote. Uh, there is no substitute for hard work. And you really have to work hard constantly and consistently in order to in order to make sure that you're you're doing proper manager coverage and and knowing the space really inside out this is something where it's also similar to house shopping or condo if you're going to move to buy a house or buy buy a condo you're going to see a few different places in the neighborhood before you put in an offer um because you want to be comparing and in order to assess is something a good value or not, you need to be seeing more than more than one one place. This is similar with managers that you could have managers similar strategies, but you need to be comparing. You need to be seeing more, and you need to also be understanding what is that manager's role within your portfolio, and even small nuances of differences within a sub strategy or strategy can have a profound impact on your portfolio construction. So with regards to manager research, the, the, the whole thing is, is you just have to keep working hard and we have you know, a proprietary manager database. We spend a lot of resources and time um, working on this. And the fact that we are, you know, we have a really good relationships globally with institutional investors and service providers helps and academic scholars helps us a lot in the manager research as well. Thank you. Thank you for that. Now, we went through the workhorse research. Let's go through the exciting new type of research that, that Bodhi Research does. Um, like, for example, tail hedging, AI, quantum computing. Let's cover let's cover a few things that has been done in the past. I've been there for the tail hedging. We have we have a few mandates we're looking at. Could you provide us an example of one of the topic that is perhaps now more familiar to to the world, but that Bodhi Research did before it got popular? Well, I would say we've we've done lots of different kinds of customized projects, and and this uh, a very large very well-respected pension came to us once and asked us to do a global survey on absolute return portfolios. And and this was very exhaustive in the sense that they wanted, or comprehensive, they wanted the strategies and the, the asset allocation within the absolute return 
portfolio, the benchmark, the performance, and even on the accounting side, the resources that were being, you know, allocated towards running this program in terms of personnel and and finances. And it was um, we interviewed over thirty three different um, pensions and sovereign wealth funds around the world, and did a very you know, very detailed study on this. In addition, we were asked by a multi-billion-dollar um, institutional investor to do a survey on risk risk analytics that would be at the executive level for the CIO or the chief risk officer, and we communicated with thirty-six different uh, risk experts around the world. And again, this wasn't this was interviews where we were able to ask a lot of questions and and then we gave our own overlay and this kind of uh this kind of work when you're getting to deal with top-notch people it really helps mm. right you, we're we're getting to interact with some of the best minds and 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 uh folks in this business and that helps a lot another example was when a pension came to us and we went over Every single investment in their portfolio across all asset classes, uh, long-only public investments, absolute return, uh, private equity, private credit, infrastructure, real estate. And we did investment due diligence, operational due diligence, and responsible investing. And on this, we – with the responsible investing – and this group is already one of the leaders in responsible investing. We gave we – gave scorecards and we went into details uh, across all their investments and so this is and that's been that was all that was a few years ago right? that was in 2020 and 2021 okay so it was a couple of years ago um i will say that we're constantly getting that opportunity to do interesting kind of work so for the reminder of the time we've got a few minutes left would i'd like to cover we'll cover other topics during Bodhi Brew, right? Like uh, quantum, uh, quantum computing and AI. I'd like to cover tail hedging. Sure. I mean, we'll do a separate session on tail hedging in the future. But, just that as an introduction. But, but just just to give you a flavor, we recently had uh, a group, a pension, ask us to do a tail risk hedge study, and this was, you know, this was a lot of fun because our team, uh, largely thanks to you, Pierre. It has a lot of firepower in this. I mean, Pierre has uh, made a lot of money in tail risk trading in the late '90s, in 2008, and 2020, in different places, and and so having that trading experience was very valuable. We also have Gunter Meissner on the correlation risk modeling, and Dr. Niall Whalen on the scenario analysis. But what we were able to do was interview. Again, some of the top groups doing tail risk hedging and really learn some very valuable insights, but then provide our own overlay, which I think is is perhaps a game changer with regards to tail risk hedging and really looking forward to getting to help other groups to utilize this. And every group is different, but... This is uh, something that's very, very exciting. So what was the thing that surprised you the most out of our study? What surprised me the most was 
how many groups aren't doing any tail risk hedging or thinking about it at the top of the house and top of the you know top of mind and it mm -hmm. it, it it surprised me that that's um that's the case and then it also surprised me another subset of these groups uh that it, subset of the total groups that we spoke to are handling things in a very ad hoc way and and not at a total portfolio manner and and then of course um it was a real privilege and pleasure to get to speak to those that have put in a lot of thought and have a have an actional action game plan in in place yeah for, for me the thing that surprised me the most was the difference between asset and liabilities i mean i'm i'm used to deal with tail hedging of assets but i was surprised to see how many pension plans were thinking about the liability side and and when you think about it, it's it's it can be quite powerful to ally the two. We identified different type of risk, one of which was was inflation, and maybe we could talk a little bit more about that. But pension plans that have um, CPI capture within their plan have a different risk profile than than pensions that don't. And there are many others, right? Many other um, differentiators between plan. Like, could you go talk yeah, a bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And this is where every pension is going to have. And need customized, you know, a customized solution. But whether the pension ha is underfunded or has a surplus, whether the actuarial, whether there's actuarial inflows, if it's a younger pension, um, or actuarial outflows, if it's a more mature pension, uh, that the sophistication internally, the the um, risk, the utility curve, the risk appetite, the board, the sophistication of the board, all of these are very important. And uh, each of these factors will determine the customization. And it can be very, very different. But in terms of, you know, in terms of the potential for tail risk hedging, uh, when you are dealing with extreme extreme risk and extreme events like this, this is when fortunes can be made or lost as, as, as we've seen through history. That's right. So we will cover this topic further in another episode. Thank you very much, Dr. Vidari. Thank you, Ranjan, for your time. And we're looking forward to our next Booty Brew. Uh, thank you, Pierre. Uh, thank you to the audience and hope that you'll join us next time on Booty Brew. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>